This is Jim Wallace for the soul of the nation. Trauma is the word I want to begin with today. The soul of a nation is being traumatized. Women in particular are feeling re-traumatized if they, like so many other women, have had an experience of sexual assault or domestic abuse. I was coming home from a trip on a connecting flight through O'Hare Airport, and the sports bar, sports bars were full of people watching the Senate Judiciary hearings. When's the last time a sports bar in an airport was full of people watching hearings from the U.S. Senate? Dr. Christine Blasey Ford recounted her experience of sexual assault before a committee comprising mostly older white men. Women and other victims of abuse held their collective breath. The details were familiar. Brett and Mark were visibly drunk. When I got to the top of the stairs, I was pushed from behind into a bedroom across from the bathroom. Brett and Mark came into the bedroom and locked the door behind them. I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This is what terrified me the most and has had the most lasting impact on my life. It was hard for me to breathe, and I thought that Brett was accidentally going to kill me. She was believable, credible to many in this nation. She knew She said 100% what happened to her and who was responsible. She really was turning the minds and hearts of America to believe the testimony of a survivor. And then the man she was accusing of assaulting her when they were both teenagers, Judge Kavanaugh, trying to become Justice Kavanaugh, responded angrily to her accusations made it a partisan affair. This confirmation process has become a national disgrace. The Constitution gives the Senate an important role in the confirmation process, but you have replaced advice and consent with search and destroy. Since my nomination in July, there's been a frenzy on the left to come up with something, anything, to block my confirmation. And now the nation is fighting more than ever. The question is, will the survivors be believed? I was traveling all last week, and often people come up to me and say hello and introduce themselves, uh, and it happened, of course, again last week. But I don't normally hear women say, I'm a survivor. And that's what I heard last week. Sojourners had been planning for a long time to release a 100 sermons by pastors about domestic and sexual violence. It's called I Believe You. Church leaders respond to survivors. You are resilient. You're not alone. You are carving the path for those who will come behind you. We're allowed to be angry. We should be angry. You have survived. You are still here. And I am glad that you are still here. First off, I want to ask what it is that you need from me right now. If 
you want someone to be angry with you, I already am. If you want my prayers, they're yours. If you just want to sit in a room together asking God why this happened, knowing we're not going to get a full or satisfying answer to that question, let's ask anyway. I want you to know that you are beloved, that you will heal, that you will recover, and God is with you. It's an amazing video. I'm really encouraging you to to listen to it, sojo.net. It's a powerful video, and I've now been sending it across the country to baseball moms who call me in joy, sobbing, tell us things they've never told anybody before, just this weekend. Or some very powerful women running for high office, but sobbing through phone calls. Churches need to step up. We found that 90%. 90% of pastors encounter domestic and sexual violence in their work, and only 50% believe they are sufficiently trained to address that. So we want to change that. So we're beginning a whole new effort in seminaries across the country, in schools, to train, teach pastors to respond to the experience that I can't tell you how many men this week have told me all the women they know all their their wives, their sisters, their friends of women they love have told their stories and have been re-traumatized by what happened last week. The issues are very deep, and they're not just personal, they're systemic systems that protect men. We saw that in the Senate, men protecting each other. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. I hope the American people can see through this sham. Three things are important. One prophetic truth-telling. There's never any healing without telling the truth. It's time to tell the truth about sexual violence and assault against women. Two, I've been struck by how widespread pastoral care is needed all across the country, even at the Office of Sojourners. We're putting this material out, and yet women in our office are, are breaking down and needing space, safe space, to pray and just to be present with them to tell their stories. Pastoral care is massively needed. And third, we need some profiles and courage. After the hearings on Thursday, we were headed into the abyss on Friday, and I was hoping and praying, even tweeted, for some profiles and courage. And then we saw some of them. First, there were women across the country who were speaking from their souls, and a couple of them in an elevator with Senator Jeff Flake. I was sexually assaulted and nobody believed me. I didn't tell anyone, and you're telling all women that they don't matter, that they should just stay quiet because if they tell you what happened to them, you're going to ignore them. That's what happened to me 
money, and that's why you're telling all women in America that they don't matter, they should just keep it to themselves, because if they have told the truth, they're just going to help that man to power anyway. That's what you're telling all of these women. That's what you're telling me right now. Look at me when I'm talking to you. You're telling me that myself doesn't matter. That what happened to me doesn't matter. And there were some relationships across the aisle that a few, very few, Senators had. And when Chris Coons and Jeff Flake got into that phone booth together to call the Deputy Attorney General to ask for an FBI investigation, it showed what is still possible. When he crossed the wall to tap Chris on the shoulder and say, come with me, we have to figure this out. Across boundaries, we've got to figure this out. For the women across the country who spoke and stood and who made the nation hear their pain, and for two of them in an elevator, who said that to a senator, to his face, and to those very few senators who have enough of a relationship to listen to each other, I give credit to all those voices for what finally happened. We need prophetic truth-telling, pastoral care, and profiles and courage inside and outside the Senate if we're going to face and resolve this trauma, which cannot be allowed just to continue the way it has for so long and in so many women's lives. I believe Judge Kavanaugh should not be elevated to the Supreme Court. But whether he is or not, these issues are with us and will stay with us. And we need to respond to them with truth, with care, and with men speaking to other men. Many of us are parents of boys. The toxic masculinity that we saw again in a Senate Judiciary hearing room. I don't want my boys to be men like that. There's all kind of conversations with young girls and young women happening across the country, but also with boys, with many of our boys. This isn't tolerable. It must not be allowed to happen. And boys have to stand up to other boys and men to other men. This is systemic and personal at the same time. And all the personal stories that we've heard, uh, all of us, for the last several days are real, but the systemic structural nature of this is also real. And that has to be dealt with. So this is a trauma. This is a crisis. This is personal for so many women across this country who many of us know and love. And if this isn't changed, we as men are not being responsible. I believe you. Church leaders respond to survivors. Please watch that video on sojo.net and share it with a friend or with a woman who needs it in days like this. This is Jim Wallace for The Soul of the Nation. God bless you.